Hello, everyone, and welcome to The Happy Hamster Corner, a podcast about cute, adorable animals, as well as featured stories, collaborations, hamster tips, and so much more. I'm your host, Holly, and I'm super excited for you all to be listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of The Happy Hamster Corner. I am your host, Holly, and how are you guys doing today out there in the hamster community? I kind of say that like I'm asking for an answer, but I'm not really going to get one by sitting in front of the mic, but that's okay. But I hope you guys are doing well as well as your hamsters are doing well. But yeah, anyway, thank you for tuning in for another episode. I'm really excited to share this collaboration with you guys. It is a fun conversation I have on Sarah from The Protesting Hamster. So yeah, thank you so much, Sarah, for coming on and taking the time to chat with me. And so I'm just going to go ahead and get into the episode. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Holly, and I'm here with an awesome hamster community member. I have Sarah from The Protesting Hamster on. Do you want to say hi to everyone? Hi, everyone. (laughs) I'm so excited to have you on because your account is unlike anything I've seen. (laughs) So when I first saw it, I'm like, I have to have you on. This is so cool and such a creative idea. Do you mind telling everybody a little bit about your account? Yeah. I mean, no, I don't mind at all. And um, (laughs) first off, thank you for having me. I am so excited for any chance I get to talk about my hamster, especially (laughs) prompted. Like that never happens. People are usually like, how's your day? And I'm like, do you want to talk about my hamster? (laughs) So (laughs) thanks for giving me a proper format. (laughs) When I was a little kid, I had hamsters and love them and I am an adult now and truthfully kind of wanted a dog but I live in the city in a one-bedroom apartment and you know didn't feel like getting a dog that didn't have any place to run or play was good and then I yeah kept remembering that I loved hamsters and I was like maybe I should get a hamster so I <laughs> did and I thought it was just before the world went into lockdown and I was working from home and I was like, wouldn't it be funny if I had a hamster, but he was like complaining to me all the time about being a hamster in his cage. (laughs) (laughs) So that's how I came up with the idea of the protesting hamster. And his very first sign was get me out of here. And (laughs) it turns out I didn't know as much about hamster care as I thought. So like the irony of that being his sign in a cage that wasn't the best (laughs) now is very funny. Yeah, that is interesting that you had your first protesting sign for him was (laughs) ironically what needed to be done in a way I don't I don't know if I'm saying that right but it's like deep down uh, I knew yeah it's like no. you knew he was actually complaining to you about that. <laughs> yeah. what was the enclosure that you had him in in the beginning so I don't remember the name of it but it was it was 450 
square inches. Like I had read online, like, so I looked up, but I Googled stuff and Google's different for everyone, uh, ever, wherever you are in the world. And it said that hamsters needed like 150 square inch to 300. So I was like, oh, I'm going to give my hamster the life. And I think it was actually 420 was whatever I got, not 450, 420. Oh, okay. And like, it was so substantially bigger. I don't know how many people you have that aren't in the States or Canada, but like so substantially bigger than the box that he came from. Yeah, no. And that's one of the weird things is it's like that seen as huge. Yeah. Because when I was first looking at enclosures for Petra, I almost got her one of the little like small, just like adult version of a crow trail is the best way I could describe it. And I was like, yeah, this will work perfect. This is like super big. Yeah. <laughs> it's way bigger than a critter trail. Like, even though it wasn't that much bigger than a critter trail. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like, you, we just don't know any better here in the U.S. until you actually do like thorough research. <laughs> yeah. I think the so. biggest thing was like, it just how short it was. You know what I mean? He had like two, three, maybe three inches of bedding. Yeah. Which, you know, they want to go underground. So. Oh, yeah, definitely. But yeah, it was purely born out of entertainment for myself living alone. I wanted like a hamster to talk to. I thought it'd be funny if he made jokes. <laughs> and then we were locked inside and COVID went rampant and America went wild. And so he's, you know protesting about a few more things than he was originally but I love having hamsters they're cute oh they're so cute and they're so fun yeah but yeah your idea for the protesting hamster I just thought it was so creative and so funny that I was like I gotta know more about this (laughs) like how do you go about making the signs what makes you like do you have it set up and then you just wait for your hamster to like come across the sign like how, how does this work like how does your process do this I guess <laughs> yeah like this is so cool it's so interesting like I I gotta know the details of like how you do this <laughs> okay so I ordered I mass ordered like a million popsicle sticks when I got my hamster because I knew that I could make stuff for him out of popsicle sticks And Mm -hmm. I have a billion crafting supplies, including like thousands of colored cardboard, cardstock, actually, not cardboard, but thousands of colored cardstock. So I just started making signs <laughs> and I would like sit down I, I like to write so I'd get in moods where I would like start writing stuff or I maybe I was like watching tv and an idea would come to me or I'd be in a conversation with a friend and I'd get home and I'd be like oh that's a hamster sign so I would make <laughs> the signs and then yeah so I never wake my hamster up I stalk him like a creep <laughs> like <laughs> sit outside his cage we, waiting we, we all stalk our hamsters <laughs> let's be real yeah I like uh wait and pray that he wakes up early <laughs> I don't sleep well myself so it really was like a perfect pet to have with being 
like an insomniac who like there are literally days at a time where I won't go to sleep. So I would be like, yeah, I get to see my hamster every day. Right. So Rainy in particular does not like attention when he first wakes up. So I am better <laughs> about that. So when he wakes up, I get really excited, but then I have to like give him some time and then I will put the sign in. My first hamster, RIP Smithsonian, who was the original protesting hamster, I put a sign into the cage and was just like, you know, let's see how this goes. And I kid you not, Holly, he grabbed the sign with his two hands <laughs> and started walking on his little back feet, like holding the sign like an actual <laughs> determined protester. <laughs> and I was like, yes, oh all of gosh. my dreams come true. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's great. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, he was, he was a serious protester. Rainy oh. is like what are you doing with a stick in the cage lady <laughs> so he doesn't he doesn't try to like take it or anything i will basically put it in the cage and then just watch and wait and hope that he goes near it sometimes depending on time of night or morning i might like entice him with treats but usually he's like curious and walks around so the you'll see one picture sometimes too there's 70 of them that didn't make it in the shot or are just like blurs of him running by behind that oh <laughs> how long does it take you to come up with an idea and come up with the perfect place to put it in the enclosure and the picture to then posting it on Instagram. Yeah, I don't I don't know that I'm that organized cuz I'll say this. <laughs> I like I have a stack of probably 30 signs right now. Oh wow. that I haven't used that so coming up with ideas is simple or easy for me. Like I just feel like everything I think is important. No, <laughs> I just like, I have lots of ideas and I will like make signs like crazy in some moments. So I have a lot of the signs. Okay. Now, usually I'm doing a photo shoot that is multiple signs. And that's just because, you know, I love my hamster and I want him to protest and it's fun. He sometimes doesn't care like sometimes he doesn't notice that his picture is getting taken and he doesn't care but other times he notices and he doesn't like it so <laughs> I try to limit his photo shoots or at least get as much in as possible so I'll be like okay in this 30 minutes let's see how many of these signs we can get usable pictures of with you in Oh, okay so you just kind of like switch out the signs and then try to get like pictures with them yeah then okay yeah so there's now like that makes sense there's pictures on my camera that haven't been seen there might be pictures on my camera that have gotten lost <laughs> like um oh my gosh. <laughs> and like the other day I posted a sign that was appropriate for the fact that it was my birthday but it was a sign that I had made several months prior when I was watching something so it's not always we're not the same artist <laughs> yeah. he has his own plans he doesn't want to work with me when I want to work so 
I let him call the shots. <laughs> As we do with with our hamsters, it seems like a common theme in the community. Yeah. <laughs> our hamster calls the shots. Yeah, yeah. Let's know. be real. He's the king of this house. <laughs> oh, you got to make a sign that says that. I call the shots. <laughs> call the shots here. Yeah, you're right. I'm writing it down right now. Oh. <laughs> I was going to say, that's, that was a good one. It is. Thank you. When you find the perfect shot for it, you'll have to tag me in it so that I can see the picture. <laughs> I just wrote it and then wrote shout out to Holly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so great. Like, I just love your ideas with it. It's so cool. And it's kind of funny to see and now hear your process of, to me, I was thinking like, you have to be super organized with all of this and like coming up with ideas and it's so funny that the creative mind is just the creative mind (laughs) and it's it's funny too because I hear that with the podcast too and I had to force myself to be somewhat organized with this because in the very beginning I was like oh just make like a podcast every week it'll be fine like whatever I'll reach out to people here and there and then I had interviews with people write-ins and I was like oh my gosh I need to like organize this because and I'm not the most organized person yeah (laughs) so I understand your struggle and uh, when people have like really curated posts and Instagram feed I'm like you have to be organized like there's no other way you could do this and (laughs) I'm here to tell you Holly (laughs) you don't have to be organized honestly I probably would have more content and a better routine and probably I would edit stuff more if there was someone in my life who was like I love Excel spreadsheets let's do this together (laughs) but I'm not that person and I honestly I don't yeah it's I I don't want to be that organized with this because it's I want it to be fun. I hope that some things are meaningful, but mostly I just want it to be like fun. No, I I like that. And that's, that's part of it. And it should be fun. Like people who make things not fun, (laughs) just like, ah, and, and that's one of the reasons too, I started the podcast was, it's just like a fun side project for me. Yeah. And it's funny because I'll like spend hours doing all of this stuff and it's like, I feel like I didn't spend that much time doing it. Yeah, right. So that's the cool thing. Like, you probably feel exactly the same way I with do. your stuff. That you spend all this time making things signs, <laughs> putting it all together, coming up with ideas, and then posting the final product. And you're like, I spent probably how many hours doing this? I like that. <laughs> but it doesn't feel like it. Yeah. Like, that's just anyway. my day. That was just my fun, my fun moment between work and bed. <laughs> Right, exactly. I did want to ask you, when you make the little signs, do you keep them? Like, what do you do with the signs once you've made them? Do you, like, have a pile for ones that you've used versus ones that you haven't used? (laughs) I do. (laughs) I have a Do you give them away? Like, what do you do with the signs once you're done with them? Yeah, no, so I, you're exactly right that I have a pile of ones that I have used and ones that I haven't. And my initial thinking was that I needed to like reference (laughs) it to see if I had ever made a sign before. And then 
I was like, or I could just look at my Instagram. <laughs> like, that's another way to know. <laughs> so <Instead of> searching <laughs> through all of your stuff. <laughs> just like me in a pile of squares, you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> oh my gosh, that is hilarious. <laughs> I realized, like, way too late, Holly. I only had that realization, like, a few months ago. <laughs> and I was like, what am I doing? So at this point, I do have a lot of old time. I figure that they will become some sort of art project that does something. I'm not fully, yeah, I haven't worked that out, but. <laughs> That's okay. I'm sure you'll figure out something to do. Even if you did like a collage on like a wall or something behind your hamster's enclosure, that'd be oh, really that's cool. That's a good idea. Do you want to hear about like my ultimate hamster dreams? <laughs> Heck yeah, sure. <laughs> I want to know. <laughs> so I'm in an apartment right now. I'm hoping that I will, you know, be able to buy a house and that when I have a house that I can have a hamster room that I will build like tunnels throughout like to tube the room into cage and open playpen in that dream (laughs) Mm -hmm. where I have a massive cage I would like for the cage to have like various sets within it one of them being a protest scene with like a hamster backdrop full of hamsters protesting so I think that would be so cool <laughs> yeah so oh my god I think I think you're spot on with like working signs into incorporating them as a backdrop and I think that's probably where they'll land that would be really cool yeah you just have like little cutouts I have it already made. Like, yeah, just, <laughs> and then put it on the back of, of the enclosure like that. That'd yeah. be so cool. <laughs> and then it's just like they're all protesting together. I yeah. Just love that it's so cool. The community. <laughs> we figured it out, Sarah. <laughs> no no it. more figuring it out. We've got it done. I know. <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta get the work. <laughs> yeah. That's so funny. <laughs> I want there to be like a TV show set on there. <laughs> like that would be really funny. You could do a lot of different things with that, honestly. So the ideas are ever changing, mm-hmm. ever evolving. Yeah. So that's really cool. I'm I'm excited for you, and I hope you get your hamster dreams for sure. Thank you. Because goals every time it seems like we're always striving to do something more and something better, and it's just I feel like. <laughs> A similarity that most people in this community have is, like I always say, we're always striving and learning and growing and always wanting more. And it seems like that's a common thing with everybody within the community that I've met, at least. It's just like a common trait we all have, I feel like. I know. Hamster people are the best. (laughs) (laughs) They really are. We like like learning. We like, we care for the vulnerable. Everything has value. Like, yeah, I like hamster people. I know. We're fun. We're fun. It's like, it's such a cool community. And like, I just love it so much. Like everybody is so nice and like helpful and sweet. I mean, granted you have those people and like, I'm sorry for anybody who has dealt with people like that but mm-hmm. in my personal experience it has been 99.9 percent positive and I'll take it <laughs> yeah so and people are just so sweet and I really really enjoy being a part of this community and it seems like you do too <laughs> yeah 
The bullies just need hugs. They do. Mm-hmm. Hamsters are just so sweet and so innocent, and I feel like that's part of the reason we just want to care for them and love them and give them the best life. And granted, they're not your common pet, a dog or a cat, you know, something like that. And so they are, in a way, neglected more than any other type of pet. And I think that's what makes the hamster community so, like, active on wanting to give their hamster the best life they could possibly have. Yeah. And it's motivation. I know that you mentioned this before, like, a very similar thing about, like, being happy that, like, Instagram has, like, exposed you to, like, European hamster care. And I felt the exact same way because not only... Is, are they more educated about hamsters and hamster needs than we are here in the States? But also, I love that it's like a normalized pet there. Whereas in the States, if I talk about taking a hamster to the vet, people are like, why? And I'm like, oh, that's really interesting that you think some things have value and other living creatures don't have value and need. And we probably should work on changing that perspective. So... I hope that we get to a point where everyone just like loves all the pets. Exactly. Exactly. Dang, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. Yeah, cuz like it's just how I how it is over here and just like I said like even though I had hamsters in the past and then getting my more recent hamsters in my adult life, I was going to go to that bad care because that's just what is around yeah and it's normal to have your hamster in a critter trail yeah in the u.s and anything outside of that is seen as like weird or over the top or extreme extra or yeah you know or it's like the same time and that's part of the reason too like i reached out to people in the community because i'm like people around me which i've said this before but like people around me don't understand <laughs> like they don't understand the like the hamster thing like they just don't get it they're yeah. just like oh you have a hamster like that's cool like she's cute like that's awesome you like have a podcast like good for you that's cool but I'm like no but like you don't get it (laughs) like you don't understand like my hamster is like my baby (laughs) this is it's like the equivalent of like you and your dog like right I hate that we have to compare it to that for people to understand and like you said it's like the vet thing if you take your hamster to the vet like I told when I'm back when I had Petra and she was having health issues and I took her to the vet several times and my family understood more and like my boyfriend, but like I talked to other people and they were like, what? <laughs> like the same type of thing. Like why? Like oh, I took her to the vet. Like that's like you're giving her medicine. Like what? <laughs> like, and I'm like, you would do the same for your dog. I know. Like, you take your dog to the vet if they're acting like odd or like yeah. a cat to the vet. How is that any different? Why are you like, trying to make us feel uncomfortable about giving care to a living creature? Like exactly. you're the weird one here. Exactly. Like how is it weird to care properly for your pet right like, how is that weird it's not weird that's normal yeah. it would be weird if I didn't take my hamster to the vet and just let her suffer right 
the fact that neglect is common does not mean that's the recommendation or the best <laughs> practice. Exactly. Or makes it okay. Because yeah. it's not okay. Yeah. Like, this is not okay. And we need to change this, like you're saying. Uh, I don't know if this is accurate. So I might be taking some liberties from, from things that you've said, but I feel like I had a similar hamster childhood to what you had, but also mine might be more extreme. So um, don't, yeah. don't be offended <laughs> when I go to the oh, next Oh, no, 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 no. Yeah. <laughs> but like my brother, so I had a hamster in my own room, but I had brothers and they had Syrian hamsters that were in cages together that would have babies, that they would eat the babies. And like, oh my gosh, that was like a regular thing. And adult me is like, how did neither of my parents ever at any moment in time ever think, huh? I wonder if this is something we should look into and do something about. And I wish the internet existed yeah. then. I don't yeah, think that's like a valid just... excuse, but. No. And, and that's the sad thing about it is like 99% of the people who started in this community, they have backgrounds like that. Mm -hmm. And it's like, now you look at, oh, okay. How your care has upgraded and changed. And it's like, that's what matters. Right. Like, that's what matters. Right. <laughs> Not the fact that you continued to do that in your adult life. Like, if you had hamsters in the same enclosures that were eating, having babies and eating the babies, like, that's not okay. Yeah. Right. And you continue to do that after you know that it's not okay, that that's a problem. Right. You know better now and you don't do that. That's the point. Right. That's the whole point of this. Like, we learn and grow. I understand people make mistakes. I've made a lot of hamster mistakes mm -hmm. <laughs> like even made mistakes with Petra but once I figured that out I changed it Same. and upgraded and like that that's the point that's what matters is you are willing to upgrade your care and learn from that and grow and adapt and ultimately create the best life for your hamster because that's what matters in this in this scenario yeah and so honestly that is life and that is what we should be doing <laughs> as people too right it's like okay yeah. get new information pivot toward whatever <laughs> that new information has just taught me he's like that's survival of the fittest. Like that's literally what it means. It's like you get new information, you have to change, you have to react to that, you have to, you know, set yourself up for success. So I don't, I hate when people are mean to people who have bad care, like, or I hate mm -hmm. when people are like commenting on someone's like picture that they're like so proud that they took and they're really excited and they're happy and they love their hamster. And then someone's like, you're mean and cruel. Like that is not the best way to get information across. Like, you know, yeah. I can't like that person just gets defensive. Right. Yeah. So I love, I don't do them personally because I don't feel like it's my place. Like I'm, I like education, yeah. but I'm not like a hamster expert in any way, but I love and I'm so grateful for all of the, um, you know, accounts that are putting out those like educational posts about hamsters. Love oh, yeah. Same here. Like I share those all the time. And so I'm like, oh, this is really good information. Like go check this out or, you know, post those on there so that they get more exposure for for people that aren't aware of of that type of care. Yeah. And I agree, too. That's that's not the best time or place to say anything like that. And I talked to hamsters for humanity about this yeah and she I've... was like yeah you should dm that like don't 
don't post it on their picture and have some grace when you're talking to them because you were once in their shoes. You, If you think back, like 99% of people in the community have started at Square Critter Trail. <laughs> Wait, Holly, like, you weren't born with instant hamster knowledge? You didn't, <laughs> you didn't just know it all? <laughs> you didn't magically like, know it that everything you were seeing at a pet store was actually wrong and causing neurological problems <laughs> for the pets? <laughs> That's so weird. <laughs> I know. So I was so ironic. I'm just, I'm like, (laughs) but like, and that's why I pointed this out in one of my podcasts as well as like Victoria, even Victoria Rachel, like a huge influencer in this community started at Square Critter Trail. Yeah. Like 100%. And Look at how much she's adapted and grown in in her hamster care over the years. And it took her years to get there. Yeah. So have a little bit of grace when you're talking to people who are at Square Critter Trail. You know, everybody is trying their best. And granted, if you feel like it's your place to educate or (laughs) reach out, go for it. Yeah. Personally, I'm not that type of person. I'll share posts and things like that and get more word out there and have the podcast promoting good care things like that and having people on to talk about good care and different fun things and stories that they've had in the past that have happened that they're like oh my gosh I'm so worried to like say this or have this out there because I don't want people to like think less of me or whatever and I'm like no that's not the point this is not the for you to get judged I'm not a judge being like oh my gosh, you had the worst hamster care. You're out of here. Bye. Like, (laughs) get out of the community. It's like, no, that's not what this is about. This is about we all make mistakes and we're all learning from those mistakes. And that's the point. Yeah. I love sharing information and knowledge. I do want to ask you if you want to share a fun story about your hamsters. I'll tell you one funny thing about Rainy that I love is that like if he's mad at you he'll let you know and he is particularly mad anytime I do a new setup for him so I used to change his cage a lot and then I realized that he's not really into it so now I'm in a very very slow routine But when I change or when I change his cage and I put him back in, I watch him when he like walks around to get accustomed to it for the same reason everyone does because it's really cute. But also because I'm not the best at, at hamster escaping and sometimes I don't take things into consideration that I should. So like once I got him the hanging cabana from a hungry hand shop, but I hung it too high. And so Aww. I was just watching him with like two, two paws in, just like wiggling his little feet, trying to get in. I was like, okay, got to change that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. I think it was two weeks ago. I just changed his cage and I had his wheel on this platform and it was like making a noise when he was running on it the platform was and Mm -hmm. so I decided that I was going to move it to another more stable platform that didn't have just like 
the tiniest amount of give that's affected by the wheel. So I waited till he was done and he like went into his house and <laughs> I like picked up the wheel and I was like, okay, I'm going to change this with the dinosaur. And he came back out and gave me the meanest face <laughs> that he's ever given me. I was like, Aww. no, 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 don't change my stuff. And then he like does a lap around. And he's like, what else do I have to get used to? She keeps moving stuff. Right. I guess the funny part is a narrative that's in my head that is just me projecting. So I don't know if it's that funny. You can cut all of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I do the same with my hamsters. And so many people do that with their hamsters too. Like, oh, like she's saying this or she's thinking this or like it's it's just a common theme. And it's hilarious. Like my boyfriend made this joke one time. It was, it's like a little funny staple that we have now. But because Petra was so just like, if I want to hang out with you, I want to hang out with you. If I don't want to hang out with you, I don't want to hang out with you. Yeah. And like she would let me know which way it was. And <laughs> there were some nights that I would want to hang out with her so bad. And she wouldn't want to hang out with me. And I'm like, this is so frustrating. Like, why don't you want to hang out with me? And then my boyfriend one time was just like, he, she's just too busy. <laughs> like, she's busy. <laughs> she's busy. And I'm, she's, like, she's busy. She's got lots of she stuff to do. Stuff. And I'm like, like what? Like, right in her field. Yeah. Like, she's too busy to hang out with me. Like, okay. <laughs> I love that. But it was so funny. And so he would always say that all the time. He's like, she's just busy. Like, she's she's got a lot of stuff to do in there. <laughs> Wait, okay. I have a question. Did your okay? So the other thing that I think is so weird about Rainy because Smithsonian never did this, so I don't know if it's just a Rainy thing or if other robots do this. But did yours ever like get scared of your hand while he was on your hand? No, Petra didn't really do that. Okay, Rainy will. So Rainy always like does like the smell and like walk back and then approach and then walk back and then uh, get closer each and every time. So he'll mm -hmm. get to the point where he's like, okay, we're hanging out now. And I say always, but he only sometimes says this. Other times he's like, hey, I'm on my hand. Let's do the thing we do. <laughs> but he'll be yeah. like skittish. He'll finally get on my hand. He'll like start like sniffing around. He'll eat a snack. And then it's like all of a sudden he realizes he's on a hand and he will just like jump in the air away from my hand and like go and but then like two minutes later he'll not two minutes 30 seconds later he'll come back and just get back on my hand I'm like what happened there bud did you just like wake up on my hand yeah no that's interesting because Linka does the same thing like she'll come up to my hand and like be on my hand for like a a while and then I'll start to like lift her up and once I start to lift her up she freaks out oh yeah mine's not even with lifting I rainy or, does not want to be lifted or she'll like get scared of my thumb <laughs> yeah like I'll have my thumb and I'll be like kind of moving it around a little bit and like she'll notice it's there yeah. and then like I'll move it again and then she'll freak out and like run away <laughs> yeah. and I'm like it's an okay, owl. But, like it's my hand. Like you, you've seen my hand. You've been around my hand. I pet you. Like you'll come onto my hand. But Linka will not let me take her out of her enclosure without her mug. Her mug is like her little transport. <laughs> yeah, and so it's so funny because like I'll try to take her out with my hand, and she jumps off every time. She freaks out. But if I have the mug, if she wants to come out, she'll come into the mug. If she doesn't want to come out, she'll run right past the mug. Yeah. 
And she's like, she's no. done. <laughs> yeah. And when she's done hanging out, when I have her out for a little while, she'll go back in the mug. Yeah. And be like, okay, take me back now. <laughs> Rainy has a playpen mug that he does that. But he doesn't. He doesn't like to be in it, but he does recognize that that's the way to get back home. And he'll be like, okay, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in the mug. <laughs> Why aren't you taking me <laughs> home yet? And I'm like, I'm still changing your cage, buddy. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to add or any questions for me or anything like that? I want to know what's next for Linka. <laughs> Upgrading her enclosure. Oh, do you have something in mind? So I do need to redo her lid system. Okay. So I've been going back and forth with this for the last week or so. Do I do like redo her lid for the detox or just getting her a bigger enclosure? And I've kind of gone back and forth with mm -hmm. both. And I think I'm going to do upgraded enclosure, upgraded lid system. Because I figured if I'm going to do one, I might as well do all of it. Shoot for the moon. Yeah. <laughs> so that that's her next project that I'm working on right now, trying to figure out how to upgrade her enclosure so that it's the best that I can have for her and obviously what I can afford as well. Are you and your boyfriend going to so. build it? Or are you going to build it? You don't need to. It's possibly <laughs> going to be, yeah, a DIY enclosure because I don't know if I want to buy something that I could possibly just make myself. Honestly, when I started making things for my hamster, I felt more powerful as a person. <laughs> so I recommend it. I, I think, like, you'll have fun. It will be frustrating, but you will also have fun. And then you'll be like, why do I buy anything? I could just get materials and build everything myself. Right? I can see that for sure. Yeah, do it. I like that, though. It's, as soon as I started making stuff for my hands, I felt powerful. It's great. Facts. I love it. <laughs> the lessons we learn from our hamsters, you know? <laughs> exactly. It's how it goes for sure. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for chatting with me about hamsters and having me. I appreciate it. It's been fun. Yeah, it's been super fun. Thank you so much. I genuinely appreciate it and appreciate you coming on and taking the time to talk with me. All right, so I hope you guys all enjoyed that collaboration with Sarah from The Protesting Hamster. Thank you again for coming on and sharing your story and background. So yeah, if you guys ever want to be featured on this podcast, let me know. Send me a message on Instagram at Petra the Hamster. I love talking with you guys and hearing your stories and sharing your tips and tricks. And it's nice to have other people share their input and their journeys to proper hamster care. So yeah, if you ever want to be featured, let me know. Or if you want to send in a write-in, go ahead and send me a write-in as well. So this week, since that was kind of a longer conversation, I'm going to postpone write-ins for this week. So next week, those will continue. Now we'll get into Holly's hamster tip of the week. This week is... I just love my drum roll. <laughs> it's so fun. Okay, so Holly's hamster tip is 
always keep an eye on your hamster while you have them out for free realm or playtime, whatever that may be. Always keep an eye on where your hamster's at. That's really important because they can scurry off in any direction if you look away for even just a second. So it's very important to keep eyes on them and know where they're at, especially during free roam time. All right, so that wraps up another episode of the Happy Hamster Corner. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week for this awesome collaboration. And if you don't know, I release new episodes every single Friday. So look forward to new episodes. Also, I have the Happy Hamster Corner merch available for sale. I have water bottles and mugs. So if you're interested in getting one of those, go ahead and send me a message on Petra the Hamster on Instagram. And also, if you could rate, like, subscribe, all that jazz for this podcast. If you enjoy it, go ahead and share it with a friend. Thank you so much for listening. And so I hope you guys all have a wonderful weekend and I will see you all next week for another episode. But first, and of course, as always, have a happy one, guys. But I think most people are like, why is she posting this weird picture that doesn't show anything? And I'm like, because his hands are touching the sign. <laughs> You're like, you have no idea how long it took me to get him to touch the sign. <laughs> I'm like,